You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. Classic Car Show with Steve Ronaldo and Jim Weber. Good morning and welcome to America's Web Radio. And one of our favorite guys going and... He is better known. I don't know if he's known by his name as much as by what he does. And what he does is he does the Amelia Island Concourse d'Elegance. And everybody knows about Amelia Island. And everybody um, knows about Mr. Bill Warner. And with that being said, I want to... um, also want to uh, introduce the fact that, uh, or put a shout out to a guy named Matt Beaumont. Never met him, but he sent us a very, very nice email. He listens to us every week, complimented, I, this was hard to fathom, but complimented Steve and Jim for their excellence in uh, broadcasting and hosting the Classic Car Show. And... Uh, he thought uh, he thinks this is just peachy keen. So Australia is listening to us. We're also well heard, and and uh, we get comments from the UK that uh, they're listening to us. So the classic car show is heard around the world, and we're very proud of it, and very proud of uh, Steve and Jim for doing an excellent job, and we're very happy to have Mr. Bill Warner on. Good morning, Bill. Good morning, gentlemen. Well, you've got a couple of weeks, and then you can take a breath after that, right? Isn't that the the (laughs) truth? People ask me, are you looking forward to the 8th? I said, no, I'm looking forward to the (laughs) 9th. Yeah, I know the feeling. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Yeah. And then the 10th, you start right back up again, (laughs) right? Oh, yeah, but not at the intensity. Things really ramp up just before Christmas, and we work 24-7. And we'll be down at the office today, and some of our people are spending the night down at the office. I mean, it's it's unbelievable. And when people call me and say, hey, we want to do a concord, I'm like, yeah, do you mind? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the one here died. I'm sure you know that. No, I didn't. Yeah, that, that Atlanta went away. Um, yeah. Well, well Bill. it's not easy. I mean, we've got nine full-time employees and uh, it costs us well into the seven figures to put it on so well yeah and here here you have the number of people to deal with six million people 20 million cars on the road and it's uh, you know it's just a hassle around here to do anything yeah well i was in atlanta uh a week and a half ago i was meeting with our friends at porsche and mercedes and i had not been to Atlanta to drive there in oh several years. Oh, I don't know. I don't know how people deal with it. Oh, it's horrible. It's, uh, yeah. Yeah. We, we get to the south side of town, drove up from Jacksonville, and uh, there were four accidents in the heart of town. Shut down seventy five. Took us out to four eighty five up to Alpharetta. Yep. Uh, it looked like a showroom stock race for eighteen wheelers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think the red ones usually win. Yeah. And the, the the neat thing about it is, Bill, is that Atlanta is the largest city in the world that cars are sold here without turn signals. Yeah. yeah. I noticed that. Yeah. 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 They're an option here, yeah. and nobody buys them. And there's a- uh, it's and it's always under construction. 
yeah. Well, they're saying I, I've never I've never yeah. seen anything quite like it in my life. And well, yeah. that's because Georgia Tech is the contractor. They're they're <laughs> they're saying that the next census they're they're expecting seven point one to seven point two million people in Metro Atlanta. Yeah, too yeah. much for me. Well, too much for anybody. Lives up there in the uh, uh, oh uh, over near Fourteenth and one of the older areas of Atlanta. He loves it, but not me. Yeah. yeah, I'm with you. Yeah, I can't get out of my subdivision between seven and eight fifteen, and between yeah. four and six, I can't get back into it. I think they're well, trying to tell you something, Jim. Jacksonville, we're about we're about a million three, and uh, with the, the growth there, the growth down towards the beach and down the river is terrible. But uh, you know, people are coming to Florida because there's no state income tax. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, it's I love Jacksonville. And uh, I've been going there. In fact, my wife went to school there as a kid, a child. And uh, it, to me, it's it's a wonderful town, and I don't think anybody realized it till you had the Super Bowl. Do, do you guys down there have classes for people that move there, uh, and the, the locals, so they can learn to speak New York? You're talking to me, well, here. You're talking here. The problem we have, particularly on Amelia Island, is... We have people who move in from the People's Republic of California, and they decide that uh, once they're there, they should close the gate and no one else should come. There should be no development. There should be no events. There should be none of this, none of that. They don't care if the hotels are filled or not. It's, a, it's an attitudinal thing yeah. uh, that we yeah. deal with, you know. Yeah. So. yeah, Every place has their issues. Yeah. Going back to Amelia, yeah. your staff and uh, your email blasts, I mean, everything you do is, it, there should be a textbook on how to put on a Concord. Well, thank you. Um, yeah, we're, uh, you know, we're working, our honoree this year is uh, Mr. Roger Pinsky, which we we're just thrilled to have. Yes. I, I first met Roger back in 1971 when I was doing work for Road and Track Magazine. And uh, uh, with every, every it, it's a t- textbook operation when you see how his, company operates every friday from 10 to 11 we're on the phone to the, his staff and every everything has a an assignment you know from the licensing of product to where he's going to be what is expected of him at that time um it's not that it's formally choreographed but it's formally uh staged uh so that there's no downtime uh, he you know he works he sleeps about four hours a night and even at maybe uh, eighty three next week, even at age eighty three, he he goes like a like the Energizer Bunny. Incredible, and it's kind of like the way we work. We we work as if the show's tomorrow, uh, and, and you have to you have to have an urgency about things, and it's always a moving target. You know, there, there are cars that are going to be finished. There's cars that are not going to be finished. There's cars we need to, we need to vet out to make sure they are what they're represented to be. Uh, there's there's constant change right up to the day of the show so it's not easy and when when people think it's you know you you get a golf course and park cars on it not the case at all no that's for sure yeah Um, you also have some peripheral events that I think are part of your activity but then there's people like Porsche that have their works reunion and I'm not sure. Is that part of your Amelia activity too? No, we we work 
we, we kind of coordinate with them so that we're not on top of each other on things. Right. Um, they, they've moved their show up to our end of the island, uh, the north end of the island this year. Uh, we we uh, we welcome them. They, they do a good job. And, of course, um, you know, I'm a Porsche fan. Had one 49 years. And uh, uh, so that works out. But we have our own peripheral things. We have our road tour and the Porsche driving experience where people get a chance to take a ride in a Porsche race car or a high-performance car. We do. We have the the uh, Amelia Island Road Tour uh, on Friday, which takes about eighty of the cars downtown Fernandina. Then we have our seminars. I'm always excited about our seminars. It's um, uh, this year. It's going to be mostly ba- both based on Pinsky. Friday, it's going to be Roger Pinsky, Jim Hall, uh, John Meekum, uh, Rusty Wallace, Rick Mears, and George Palmer. Wow. So we have Meekum who. You know, uh, ran the teams that Penske drove for at times, owned some of the Penske cars. We have Jim Hall, who the last car Roger Penske drove was a Chaparral 2, and we'll have it at the show. Wonderful. And then uh, Rusty Wallace for NASCAR, Rick Mears for Indy, and George Fulmer for the sports car side of it. Yeah, because he and ran then, the And uh, Saturday morning, it's going to be uh, the early Penske years with all the the early crew members, uh, Woody Woodard, Carl Kainhofer, uh, Don Cox, uh, Jay Signori, who started the uh, the IROC series, Judy Stropus, uh, Chuck Cantwell, who came over from Shelby, and both panels will be, uh, the host will be Ray Everham. Oh, oh really? wow. Yeah, he's a good guy. I like yeah. him a lot. Now, will those eventually... Well, if you saw the one last year, the one we got more comments over racing around the rules. Yes. Yeah, that yeah. was a great. That was really cool. Yeah, that's on YouTube, and I I watch it every once in a while for a good laugh. Yeah, it's had over a million hits. It's amazing. Oh, and I love the three tape measures. I thought that was cute. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I I loved uh, Busby talking about the altered wheelbase. The fenders wouldn't yeah. fit. <laughs> Yeah, you know, why didn't why don't these body panels fit? <laughs> yeah, well, you got to go to Mitcom. <laughs> They're, they're special. I love that. Yeah. And well, we try to give the public, we call it a, a Chuck Dressing, who works with us, uh, um, describes it as the backstage pass. Give the public the stories that they, they uh, either they've heard or are legend. Like, we're, we're going to talk about the vinyl top Camaros and the 15-foot fuel rig and all that. Yeah. Good stuff. That's beautiful. Um what was it, and you may remember this, when they acid-dipped those cars, Fran Hernandez from Ford saw them, and I think he wrote on the top of one of them, Roger, this is cheating. Is that a true story? Did you ever hear that? I don't know that one. I do know they'd acid-dipped the cars. Yeah, yeah. A lot of them did that, yeah. Yeah, but they had to put a vinyl roof on. That was almost a common practice back then. I had two Group 44 cars. They were both acid-dipped. Yeah. Although I was at dinner with Bob Tullius and I asked him, Did you ever, we were talking about the racing around the rules thing, and, and we were saying, well, uh, um, did you ever acid dip? He, oh, we never did that. And I said, well, I own two of his cars. I know they would acid dip. Yeah. What, so, the Jags? Huh. No, he's got a TR8 and a group. Uh, no, TR8 and TR6 were both. Yeah, so okay, because yeah. he was the most famous, I know, for the forty-four number 44 Jags. Yeah. yeah. 
Those XJS and that is not a light car. Take more than an acid dip for that thing. That's yeah, 5,000 5, pounds of wheels there. Yeah, Lanky Forshay, who was a chief from uh, wrench there at Group 44, told me they acid dipped them, and I think it was the FCCA found them. They found that they had, there were certain pinholes in the wells. So the last one they did, they asked to the panels individually before they welded them on. I don't believe, I don't believe you on bit. I just don't. I, I just, just not right. It's not right. What you're saying ain't right. <laughs> that would be a fun one is to have. Well, Lanky's probably. The, I know Brian's gone, but Lanky's probably the last guy around, isn't he? Besides, no, he passed uh, away from. Uh, Esophageal cancer oh. about five years ago. Oh, I didn't know that. What a nice man. That he guy was. here has one of the 44 XJSs. Who? I can't think of his name. I, uh, I could take you to his shop. It's over off of, of uh, 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 DeKalb Industrial. Okay. He has a shop mm-hmm. over there. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, that, those cars were monsters. That, yeah, they're the huge. XJC. Yeah, they were two huge. Yeah, 12 cylinder cars. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Oh, you still have your two, don't you, Bob? Or. or Bill? I got the TR-8. Okay. Yeah. Uh, the TR-6 uh, sold to uh, Adam Carolla. Oh, okay. Oh, really? For his, uh, um, uh, his collection of Paul Newman cars. I yeah. didn't know he was a car guy. Yeah. yeah he's got a oh, yeah. Porsche collection. He's big on Newman. Yeah. Um, just kind of going a little bit off of Amelia, if you, you've obviously been to the new Brumos Museum, correct? Oh, it's fabulous. Okay. That's yeah, they actually call it the Brumos Collection. Ah. But it sets a standard for any sort of display you can ever imagine. The cars are right up where you can touch them. They're uh, spaced so you can photograph them. Each one has its own uh, iPad. Uh, they're going to have directional sound, so as you're standing, standing under the iPad getting the history of it, the sound of the car comes down on you. But you, if you step three or four steps away you can't hear it uh, wow. it's it is a standard by which all if you want to call them museums where, will, where is this will have Jackson, to comply Jacksonville. Yeah. Jacksonville yeah and with that being said Bill we're going to have to let people think about it while we take a quick break we'll be back on the classic car show on America's web radio right after this my name is Kyle Hayes a motorsports student at Alfred State College Every year, Alfred State students compete in the Great Race, which is a cross-country time endurance rally for vintage vehicles. As you can imagine, it's pretty costly. I'm asking for your help. Your donation can make it possible for these students to live their passion and promote the vintage automobile industry. Please visit our site at give.alfredstate.edu and search Great Race to learn more and help us reach our goal. Thank you. This is Ron Camacho, host of the Business Hour, on Fridays from 10 to 11 a.m. Join me as I talk with passionate professionals on a program that profiles the best businesses, business professionals, business practices, and fascinating individuals to get an insider view of how America works, 10 to 11 a.m. on America's Web Radio. Hi, this is Steve Ronaldo, host of the Classic Car Show on America's Web Radio. Uh, just talking to you about antique car insurance. I think that uh, if you're looking for the best coverage for your classic car, consider J.C. Taylor Insurance. They've been our my insurer for years in this hobby and have the top rating of every, all of the insurance companies in the hobby. When you get ready for insurance, call J.C. Taylor or visit jctaylor.com on the Internet. 
You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. And we do appreciate all of our listeners and uh, want to remind everybody that we're heard around the world. We're one of the, we know that we're heard well in uh, the UK and also uh, we got a uh, great email and would like to hear from you. We got a great email from Australia. And uh, if you'd like to be a part of America's Web Radio and be a sponsor on one of the shows, come on down. And we want to recognize a couple of, uh, People that uh, we're, we're going to be working with down the road, I think. Uh, California Car Cover. If you're looking for something to protect your car that's easy to get on and get off, contact California Car Cover. And if you're wanting to transport your collection somewhere, or one car, or two cars, or whatever, reliable transport, they're the people to call. So we appreciate you listening in, and if you'd like more information on touching the world with your business or your opinion for pennies all you have to do is contact our new our new sales manager her name is taylor bird and uh, taylor would love to hear from you and she is in the position right now to make you deals on advertising on america's web radio and the number of different shows that we have if you're a veteran I invite you to tune in, particularly if you're a Desert Shield, Desert Storm veteran. Tune in Mondays at 1 o'clock when General Dix, that's General Richard Dix, you may have served under him in Desert Shield or Desert Storm, and uh, General Dix, one of the few generals I've ever had sing a Jody. But it's a good show, and we enjoyed bantering back and forth and reminding everybody about Desert Shield and Desert Storm. So tune in and come on board with America's Web Radio. Email Taylor at americaswebradio.com. And we'll be back in just a second with more of Bill Warner and the Classic Car Show on America's Web Radio. Thanks for listening. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the americasbroadcastnetwork.com. Thank you for listening. Bill? Yeah, I'm here. I've, uh, we've been getting... I'm going to get text messages while we're on. I hope that noise doesn't come through on your end. No, 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 no. Good. Yeah. Uh, well, you're working. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'll take the morning off. Oh, by the go. way. Yeah. Yeah. A yeah. um, couple of other things. I know we talked in the past. Um, Roger, when he comes, everything is orchestrated. The dinner, does he have an advanced staff? Oh yeah. Okay. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it sounds like the president's coming. It it, it is. I mean, oh, it's, uh, yeah. and and we're treating it like that. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh. We're going to have about thirty five cars from Pinsky's history on the field. Wow, he's okay. an amazing guy, isn't he? Yeah. Just an amazing. Yeah, guy. yeah. So, uh, I mean, we got one Indy car for each decade, starting with the the McLaren. Wow. One in seventy two. We've got cars he drove. We got the Corvette Grand Sport. The, Chaparral to the uh, uh, 550 Spider RS 61, the one Nassau. We, we've got the Corvette Grand Sport. Uh, it, that's going to be pretty cool. Yeah. And then uh, all the way up to the 91730, which is owned by Rob Kaufman up in Charlotte. Mm-hmm. And then we're doing uh, the Corvette C8 and uh, all the mid-engine prototypes from Serve One up to Indy. 
and uh, we're going to have the Corvette GS2, which hasn't been seen at a show ever. It's uh, a project car by Frank Winchell that was kind of a kind of a prototype Chaparral 2. That's so, interesting. Uh, yeah. Of course, it was always... And we're doing cars of Scott Yeti. Yeah. So we have, I think, uh, eight race cars and 11 production cars in two different classes. And the cars of Harley Earl would be... Uh, Y job, the uh, La Sabre, and a bunch of one off. Uh, yeah, here's an uh, interesting guy. Yeah. yeah, he was. I had the opportunity to meet him when I was about 16 years old. Wow. Um, Rolling Bones, I think you're bringing some of their cars in too, aren't you? Yeah, like we think we got them coming from England. Uh, we've got uh, our first entrance from New Zealand. Wow. Uh, you know, Rolling Bones are. Or hot rods that are made in the, the method and the manner by which they were made in the fifties, but they're they're more they were made contemporarily. Uh, yeah, uh, Tom McIntyre put that class together for us. Beautiful. Uh, we have a lady that's that's showing her uh, uh, thirty-two Ford uh, three-window coupe, and she's from the UK, and she drives it all over. She drove it from the East Coast to Bonneville and back. So. It's really cool. Is this what I just said about we're listened to around the world and uh, yeah. the UK? And not that she came to you just because of that, but uh, we do have great listenership in in the UK, and uh, and now it's building in uh, building as they say down under. Uh, and I guess that's New Zealand and Australia down under, yeah. down and down under. Um, going back to Rolling Bones. There are a couple of guys in upstate New York, if I remember rightly, aren't they, Bill? Yeah, they're the ones who build the cars. Yeah. The hot rods. Yeah. Yeah. And there's a lot of patina on them. <laughs> oh, yeah. And, yeah. We've, we've got... Uh, well. <laughs> I, I look at the, the countries from which cars come for the show, and it just blows me away. we got them from the U.K., Germany, Italy, France, uh, Netherlands. Uh, we've had cars from Israel, Australia, New Zealand, Canada, Mexico. I mean, it's, it it truly is an international show when it comes to uh, cars that are on display. And the way we're doing one of the things we're doing this year, the Mercedes Silver Arrows. Oh, really? And we've got the. I think it's the first time that the early the, the W twenty five Grand Prix wow. cars ever been to the United those States. Those are those are thirties cars, right? Yeah. Yeah. That, yes. Yeah, that uh-huh. was the first Grand Prix car, wasn't the W twenty five? Yes, and uh, uh-huh. was was that a fifteen hundred cc car? No, no, it was bigger. Uh, that, right? that came later. That was the the, the cars that, sh- that that raced at the uh, um, uh, Northern Africa. Tripoli. When when the uh, the French changed the rules because they didn't think Mercedes would make a, a liter and a half car, and they were right. trying to favor yeah. their own cars. And Mercedes shows up with three liter and a half cars and sweeps the... <laughs> yeah, they, those are big cars. Well, I think yeah. those were W125s. Okay, that's where I, I got... I be corrected. I'm sure there's a listener out there that will, will, will correct me, so that's fine. Yeah, <laughs> well, that's... Uh, hey, uh, uh, that happens, and we appreciate it, because uh, you, you can't get everything right. Oh, no. yeah. Well, I mean, this is... How can it's you... It's a challenge. So stuff. Um, judges, how do you find... A group of judges for such a diverse field. Well, that's an interesting question. We uh, many times 
we, we change our judging team a little bit every year depending on the cars we have on display. Uh, for example, uh, when we did the Ferrari GTOs, uh, I, I'm not a believer in points judging. I think points judging can lead you down the wrong road and the wrong car be chosen. Amen. You need to have people who are really well-versed in that particular car. And so when we did Ferrari GTO, I flew Moro Forgeri over. I mean, he's wow. the guy who ran the program back at Ferrari. Yeah. And he doesn't need to sit there with a clipboard and a chart and go over 100 points and check taillight operation, whether something's a slothead screw or a Phillips head. And heck, he was there when they built them. He was in charge of it. So uh, this year we've got a bunch of the, uh, the guys from Penske who actually built the cars who are judging the Penske cars. Um, I, I think sometimes it, it, it gets overthought. And, and uh, I'm, we I'm judge a, on uh, a true Concord d'Elegance is about style. We kind of are modified. It's about style, yeah. um, provenance, uh, presentation, accuracy. Yeah, I, I agree with you. It, it's com- it's completely different from. See, I, I'm on the AACA national awards team, and I got I have over uh, 275 national judging credits with AACA, and there's 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 a value in both systems, but a, a concourse thing is different. It is. It's completely different from AAC or, you know, Corvette Restores or... Model A Club. Model A Club, you know, whatever. That That's that's precision. That's right on the money. I, I believe in, in points judging when you're dealing with a marked car show like National Corvette Restores Society. Yes. If you're comparing 657 Corvettes, then you go down, down the points to eliminate the ones that aren't absolutely perfect, but... But then again, you get judges who aren't well-versed in what they're looking at. I mean, I, I had a 54 Corvette at NC... No, I wasn't at NCRS. It was at AACA meet one time in Melbourne, Florida. And a lady judge asked me to roll down the windows on the car. And I said, I can't do it. She said, why are they broken? I said, no, they're side curtains. You know, they, they've got to be well-versed in what they're looking at. Otherwise, they just make a fool of themselves. Yeah, a lot of times they do. Yeah, I agree with you. Yeah. But I, I, uh, it's just... Um I've, I've had a bunch of 356s, and uh, that's gotten to a point that, uh, I mean, it, it is absolutely precise with that group. Yeah, it, and it's a little over, you know. Well, but those cars are so valuable now. Who cares? Yeah, but you know what? what the you go is. to these judging manuals. Like, I, I've got a 911. I've owned a car 49 years. Uh, oh, years and years and years ago, I decided I was going to take it to a... A local PCA judging. A judge came up and says, you got the wrong rearview mirror on the car. I said, what do you mean? He said, everybody knows. Everybody knows. It's in the judging manual. The 71s came with round mirrors. 72s came with square. I said, well, that's interesting. I've owned this car since new. It's got a square mirror. It's a 71. So you know what happens? The car's coming down the pr- production line, and Gert goes over to the box and says to Hans, he has no round mirrors. They said, well, there's a box of square ones. Put them on. Don't exactly. The yeah. Exactly. That, that's yeah. Alfa Romeo is Well, every car company that. is yeah. that. You know, in the Model A's, which are the cheapest car you could buy, uh, you know, they, they, the Model A Restorers Club, they count the number of, of something in the gas cap. So if Henry Ford's guys found a box of last week's gas caps, they're not going to use them? They're going to throw them out? No. no of course, that's silly. I'm, I'm just finishing a 63 Buick Riviera. Oh, you remember one of my favorites. Wire hubcaps. For them. Oh, I love mm-hmm. those. They look like real wire wheels. Yeah. 
With that, we're we're going to have to let people think about it and take our next break. Bill, we'll be right back with you right after this. Okay. Yeah, I've had three of them. Hi, my name's Steve Ronaldo, host of the Classic Car Show on America's Web Radio, talking to you about anti-car insurance. Uh, In this hobby... Uh, that I've been part of for years. Not all insurance companies and insurance coverage is the same. I would suggest that you call J.C. Taylor or visit jctaylor.com to find out some information about some of the best antique car insurance you can get, such as agreed value uh, insurance for your classic car. Again, if you're when you get ready to, to uh, insure your classic car, Classic, antique, or even your street ride. Call J.C. Taylor Insurance or visit jctaylor.com. And again, we're live on America's Web Radio and talking about the California car cover. Give them a call out there. It's um, DeFrank is the gentleman's last name. Tell him that you heard about it on America's Web Radio and that you're interested in his California car covers. And very easy to find on the Internet, and he will treat you right, as well as, we want to mention again, reliable transport. They're the people to call if you need to go from point A to point B. And we'll be back with Bill Warner talking Amelia Island with Steve Ronaldo and Jim Weber right after this. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. And we're back on America's Web Radio, and we're talking with Mr. Bill Warner about the numero uno concourse de elegance in Amelia Island. And uh, the exciting day is right around the corner. March 8th. Bill. Yeah. You're Buick. That was a Bill Mitchell-designed car, wasn't it? It was. It was going to be called LaSalle 2. Ah, see, yeah, see, I, I had I had one of the first silver ones, silver silver paint, silver leather interior, and I, yeah. I decided to get rid of it, and I put it in Hemmings, and a Buick dealer called me up, and and he wanted the serial number, and I told him he said I'll take it, and it's sitting somewhere in a dealership showroom, and I've had I had a '65 uh, Grand Sport with that huge engine in it, with the with all of the stuff on it. Well, I think they're beautiful. I love those cars. Why'd you sell it? I don't know. Why, why do we, you know, their garage only has so many spots. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, it was it was designed for Cadillac. Cadillac turned it down. In fact, Ed Welburn from General Motors, the vice president of design, was here in Jacksonville with me last week. And we were talking about it. And he said, after Cadillac, it was shopped around GM. Oldsmobile looked at it. But it was Buick who ended up with it. Yeah, and Frank Sinatra drove one. Yeah, he drove one in the movie Pal Joey. When I saw Frank, the coolest guy in the world, drive a Buick Riviera, that's for me because we have a lot in common. What's that? What's that? (laughs) I hope it's not singing. (laughs) That's for damn sure. Both wear a hat. Yeah, we wear a hat. Yeah. (laughs) Oh my! Well, what have we missed, Bill? Well, let's see. Uh, it's going to be March 5th through 8th with the, the big show on the 8th. Uh, the cars of Harley Earl, cars of Scaglietti, uh, cars of Pinsky Racing, Team Pinsky, Roger Pinsky. Uh, our, our, our goofy class is a class this year called That's Cute. You know, with, with uh, things like uh, we've got the Metropolitan Prototype. We've got a, <laughs> a, 
Nissan Figaro, uh, a Fiat Jolly, those, those sorts of cute cars. <laughs> is, is, yeah. that, uh, is that Beep Beep? Beep Beep? <laughs> yeah, yeah, Mr. Beep Beep from uh, uh, it, uh, the National Lampoon uh, uh, High School Yearbook. Uh, <laughs> and then we've got um, Porsche first, the first Porsche to win Le Mans, first Porsche to win Sebring, first Porsche to win the... the uh, Targa Florio, first Porsche to wow. win the Paris Dakar, first Porsche to win an IndyCar race, and the first Porsche to win uh, Formula One. The only one we're missing, unfortunately, is the Daytona winner, which is under restoration right now. Let me let me ask you a question. Uh, I, being you know with the background you have, did you see the Ford versus Ferrari movie? Yeah. What'd you think? Well, you have to approach it from two angles. You have to approach it from an angle of someone who knows nothing about racing, at which it's very entertaining. And then if you approach it from someone who knows something about racing, you're going to pick some things apart, like when he drops the lug nuts on the pit. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You drop lug nuts on a car with knockoffs, right? Yeah. Um, <laughs> Mark Four Fords did not have speedometers, so they're showing him going 220 miles an hour down the Molson. And, uh, in, in fact, the cars never had speedometers. And the one that got me was when he's going into the turn and he looks over to Bond. Yeah. I'm going to outbreak you in turn one. And I can guarantee you, you're not screaming at somebody else in a car so they can hear you. And steals the Ferrari stopwatch. <laughs> yeah. Well, and, and, and Enzo Ferrari hardly ever went to races. No, I know. You know. Hey, did. But it's a very entertaining movie. It's a wonderful they did a good movie. Job and. And I thought that the uh, the graphics were good and the, and the CGI stuff was pretty impressive. So, nah, you got to go to be entertained. If, if yeah, you go what, to be the car guy, you're going to pick it apart. What were the cars that they used? I mean, what 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 like the Ferrari car? Something of that vintage in Ferrari would be priceless. Yeah. What, what well, did they those use? Well, were all made up cars. The Fords were done by Factory Five, and uh, they're they're probably as good, if not better, than the original. Uh, Ford GT forties. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, there was a couple of real cars, and there was a Carrera six. I know it was a real car. Uh, the P fours were not. You know, they were made up cars. They mostly had Chevy V eights in them. Yeah, they just showed a thing here in the local news about the guy from Atlanta that they they came the sound guy and taped the microphones all over that car and did a whole bunch of stuff for the Ferrari sound. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, he was yeah. just on they, TV. Uh, it was they, interesting. They filmed a lot of a lot of the uh, on track footage down in the, uh, Savannah at Hutchison Island. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah, okay. Yeah, it, it, and it's a just good. I just wondered what what you thought about the the movie in in general and in the cars and all that stuff. I was it was well, enjoyable. It was one of the better car racing movies, I'd say. Yeah, I, I, I think so. Well, the other thing, though, that was nice about the movie is they honored Ken Miles. Yeah. Yeah. And he was really... He was the best. He was a genius. Yeah. They, they made Leo Beebe look pretty bad. I don't think he was as bad as what they showed on in the movie, for, for which is unfortunate. You know, they took some Hollywood uh, uh, spin on a lot of this stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Well, hey, he qualified some Academy Awards and won a couple, so that that says a lot for a car movie. I think I think it's the only car movie that's ever been qualified for or that qualified for the Academy Awards. I'm not sure. I think maybe a man and a woman, uh, the movie from the, the uh, '60s, qualified. Yeah. But I don't it know wasn't that a movie pure racing movie. Yeah. yeah. 
Well, and I'm, I'm so glad we, you know, that, that I learned about how we're abusing cows from the Academy Award ceremony. That was, uh, that oh. was important. <laughs> uh, Bill, I think his medication's out of yeah. balance this morning. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what about uh, big classics? What do you got coming for for that? I I love to look at them. I can't afford them, but I love to look at the big American classics. Well, we have our our standard, you know, Duesenberg class with some really really nice Duesenbergs. Uh, we have our normal American classic. We are doing two classes. Classics. Uh, two classes called uh, European Coachwork on American Chassis. And uh, we got some uh, rather unusual-looking cars in that class, uh, which, you know, would have a... We've got a Cadillac with a body by Moto of Italy. We've got... Uh, uh, oh, uh, uh, a Panini Farina Cadillac. Uh, what you know, years? Eldorado Brome, which was done in 59 and 60, although they looked very Cadillac. They were very designed at General Motors. The bodies were done by Panini Farina. Interesting. And we get, uh, the the best looking car I think in the group is the uh, the Rambler Palm Beach. Yes. And that one I don't know. Yeah, that's a gorgeous car. Um, it is. Yeah. And then the Hudson Italia. Do you have one of those coming? No, not this year. We've had them in the past. Yeah. That's that, uh, um, European. Uh, any pre-war that you can think of, like a Hibbert? Oh yeah, there's a. Uh, an Alpha P3 or Grand Prix car coming that's unrestored. Wow. Yeah. And uh, also an early Bugatti uh, race car that's unrestored. I think it's type 35. And uh, we like the unrestored cars. We've got, uh, um, I think we've got eight pre-war race cars and and uh, uh, a freshly restored Miller coming from Rob Dyson. Uh-huh. And uh, a little, little bit of everything I'm excited about the Le Mans 917 coming back. That's uh, that's post-war, of course. Yeah. But uh, that's, uh, we'll have a little something for everybody. Oh, yeah, you, you always do. Yeah, you, you yeah that, you that, that's do. incredible. Um, how many cars total are you going to have on the on the show field? About 290. Two, wow. That's a lot, Bill. That just, yeah. Just, everybody just, says maybe it's too much, but... Uh, you know, the Bullis and Snopes Racing uh, slogan used to be, anything worth doing is worth doing to excess. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, another thing that always, you know, I, I know people that, how about hotels? What's the latest on the hotel stuff? Because, yeah, I know you have to keep well, up with tight. it. tight. Tight. We just tell people go to uh, VRBO or Airbnb. Uh, that's their best shot. Yeah. Yeah, because a lot of the car clubs will take a whole block of rooms at some yeah, of those. But we lost oh, our yeah. we lost our yeah. our super deal. The guy yeah. guy sold his his Just, condo down there. Uh, so hundred dollar hundred dollars. You can have year after year after year. But if the owner decides to stay, or if he sells it, then the game starts over again. Yeah, yeah. You've got a bunch of car clubs coming too, don't you? Oh yeah, the Alfa Romeo Club, the Ferrari Club, the Porsche Club. Corvette Club. Uh, I think particularly with the, the big focus on the C8, and this will be the only time I think you'll ever see all the mid-engine Corvettes together at one time. Yeah. that That's fabulous. Um, yeah. I've ordered a C8, and oh, have you? I got a call last week. It's been made, 
they're trying to get it down here so I can take delivery on the field on Sunday. But the first uh, production run of them uh, each go to what they call gates, and each area they they check it for quality. And the production line runs very slow on the first go round on these things. So the early production cars get uh, an enormous amount of attention uh-huh. to make sure that the, the, the quality meets the standard by which they, they expect to deliver them. So I know my car is built. I just don't know how soon I'm going to get it. Yeah. That would be cool if that would happen. Yeah. What yeah. color did you get? Everybody, that's the first thing everybody asks me. What color did I get? I got shadow gray, and then I got the monotone where they, they paint all the trim the same color, you know, no yeah. no, no black trim, it's all Beautiful. the same color with red calipers, red interior. Oh my gosh, you are my new best friend. <laughs> <laughs> so you and, well, you and, you and Mr. Hendricks are going to go out for a race around the track, right? <laughs> yeah, but he paid $3 million for his. Yeah. And you only um, paid two for yours, right? <laughs> uh, I wish. Actually, you know what? It, it starts at 60, and by the time you option it out the way you want it, like a ZL1, I got the ZL1 with the the uh, uh, exhaust system, the magnahelic uh, shocks, the nose lift, um, you know, the, the, the second level interior, and the electronics package, you know, the GPS and all that stuff. Yeah. And I think it taken it out at 81, which is a real, a huge bargain when you think oh, of oh. any other car. No, nothing comes no. close. No. No, you go out and buy a new Ferrari, you're going to spend 300 and something thousand dollars, and here you get a Corvette at 81, it'll smoke it. Yeah, and absolutely. And on top of that, you can get your car serviced at any Chevy dealer. <laughs> That's another nice thing. Yeah, yeah. and yeah. Napa will have parts in three weeks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you'd let somebody else touch it? Oh, <laughs> That's, that, I you, understand their first year production's pretty much sold. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Did you get it through a local dealer or did you have to go? Yes. Okay. Yes, and I got to plug it. Nimnick Chevrolet, Jacksonville, Florida. Yeah. Uh, it's. Uh, he was my backdoor neighbor for years. And uh, <laughs> I got a call from him. They had an order for 20 of them, I think. I says, uh, I can't tell you when you're going to get yours. I said, well, that's okay. He called me last week. He says, who do you know at General Motors? I said, well, I know the president and the vice president of design. He says, well, your car's built. <laughs> yeah, they had one at Hershey, and they were uh, they were selling chances on it for 50 bucks. Yeah. So, it ain't what you know, it's who you yeah, know. So I, I bought one, and this guy I know really wants one bad. And I said, I'll tell you what, if I win it, you can buy me a fully restored 62 Fuelie, and you can have this thing. Oh, my. <laughs> Well, well, I'm looking forward to it. It's, uh, yeah. Uh, the, the, the Chevrolet has done a fabulous job on engineering and design and uh, just the whole package. And it's usable. I mean, it's not like a lot of these cars have become garage jewelry. Correct. Correct. Um, yeah. There's a, a, a website, and uh, they send out an email blast every week. I think it's Corvettes Online or something. And they'd interviewed the uh, chief engineer, um, help me, Bill, Todd. Uh, Tash, yeah. Y- yeah. And, uh, I, I mean, talk about a guy that just knows his stuff. And then I see now that they're going to add a third race car, and they're bringing Rockefeller and Magnuson back to drive it. Yeah. 
Yeah. And they're because they're looking for constant development on that car. I don't think you know they've stopped. It sounds like they're going to keep going. Yeah, but they got to well, do something. Somebody asked me, why didn't you wait for the new? Uh, what the, what, we don't know what they're going to call it, but the ZL1 equivalent or the or, you know the next generation. Right. I said, you know, I'm 77 years old. The new car goes zero to sixty in under three seconds. It'll reach nearly 200 miles an hour. Why do I need to go faster? <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I I agree with you 100. percent Even a base Corvette. Would oh, be there. Yeah. Yeah. And and let's face it, at at our age, the have <laughs> reaction to zero to sixty in three seconds. I can't even no. come close to well, thinking that the fast. Old adage, the older no. I get, the faster I went. The faster I went. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 I've would, got a uh, 2004, 2005 Ford GT. You can't get. First of all, it doesn't have traction control, and you can't get the power down. And of course, at my age, I needed to do the power upgrade. You know, <laughs> yeah. a lot of people didn't realize that, but you could order what they call a power pack from Ford, <laughs> which was a smaller pulley, and then they remapped the engine to get you six hundred and fifty horsepower. Oh. And my friend Alex Borla gave me a Borla exhaust, which gave me another fifty horsepower. So I'm running. Probably somewhere between six fifty and seven hundred horsepower. Yeah, I it's uh, I can't use it. It's like it's like having seven Manhattans in front of me. You know, if I drank them all. It'd be yeah, you you need rear tires the the size well, uh, we'll of steamrollers. Yeah, we'll let people think about that while we take our last break. We're talking to Bill Warner, Mister Amelia Island. We'll be back right after this. Whether cruising the Strip in a 57 Chevy or taking the family on a vacation in a 71 Oldsmobile Vista Cruiser, you need to tune in to Classic Cars with Steve Ronaldo and Jim Weber every Saturday from 8 to 9 a.m. on AmericasWebRadio.com. All right. We want to remind everybody we're sort of spotlighting different companies today on the Classic Car Show. And uh, one that we're spotlighting, get your pen and paper ready, is California Car Cover. Tony DeFrank, and their phone number is 800-423-5525. Call Tony and ask him about uh, about his car covers, and they've got them for every make, model, brand, whatever. So uh, be sure and call them and find out what it's all about. We'll be back with more of Bill Warner and Amelia Island right after this. Hi, I'm Steve Ronaldo, host of the Classic Car Show on America's Web Radio, talking to you about antique car insurance. Uh, in this hobby uh, that I've been part of for years, not all insurance companies and insurance coverage is the same. I would suggest that you call J.C. Taylor or visit jctaylor.com to find out some information about some of the best antique car insurance you can get, such as agreed value. Uh, insurance for your classic car. Again, if you're, when you get ready to, to, uh, insure your classic, classic, antique, or even your street ride, call J.C. Taylor Insurance or visit jctaylor.com. My name is Kyle Hayes, a motorsports student at Alfred State College. Every year, Alfred State students compete in the Great Race, which is a cross-country time endurance rally for vintage vehicles. As you can imagine, it's pretty costly. I'm asking for your help. Your donation can make it possible for these students to live their passion and promote the vintage automobile industry. Please visit our site at give.alfredstate.edu and search Great Race to learn more and help us reach our goal. 
Thank you. And we're glad that you're listening to America's Web Radio. Again, want to shout out to uh, Mr. Beaumont down under in Australia that sent us a nice email. If you've got uh, a suggestion or want to correspond with us, just General Manager GM at America's Web Radio. Or if you'd like to advertise in the Classic Car Show, again, contact Taylor at America's Web Radio. She's our new uh, sales manager, and she is loaded. Her quiver is full of deals. So let us know what you'd like to do. Uh, This is uh, America's Web Radio, if you didn't know, is one of the largest producing, which means we do live shows, producing podcast radio stations in the country. And we're glad to reach out. We know that we've got a great following on the Classic Car Show in the U.K. and uh, London and thereabouts, and also now down under in Australia and New Zealand. So we want to uh, shout out to them and thank them for listening, as well as all the folks that listen to us across the country, either on their telephone or their computer during the show, or they you can always go to iTunes or Facebook and find us there and... Uh, any of the archives, any of the shows from the past, you can listen to at your pleasure anytime you want to. I had a, a gentleman email me the other day that he was listening to our show called Remembering Desert Shield and Desert Storm. Got so captivated by the show he was listening to. It was a POW from uh, Vietnam that he was listening to at the time. But uh, he got so captivated by it, he listened to all of the shows we had at that time, which was nine hours worth, and he said at his computer and listened to them. So we appreciate folks like that, and uh, we hope that uh, you'll do the same. You're listening to America's Web Radio. We'll be back with Bill Warner and Mr. Amelia Island closing out this segment. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. Bill. Yeah, a couple of things. Uh, first of all, your website and your packages are all your packages sold out. The the, the special. Um, I I I have someone that handles that for me. I can tell you, um, there are a few openings in the dinners. Uh, we've got three dinners, of course, the Porsche dinner and the McLaren dinner of champions, and we're bringing back as many of our previous honorees that we can obviously help issues on some have prevented them from coming but we'll have jackie eeks and bobby ray hall and david hobbs and brian redmond Derek bell um that ought to be entertaining who else uh, yeah jim hall johnny rutherford uh, wow. bobby answer <laughs> so yeah we're, we're doing a, a real a celebration of our 25th yeah that's great. And, and the uh, website. And the, the Friday night dinner will be the McLaren Dinner of Champions, which all of them will be there. And uh, the Mercedes-Benz Dinner on Saturday night, of course, will be honoring Roger Pinsky. So, yeah, we, we have a pretty busy schedule. The road tours are filled up. Uh, the Cars and Coffee on Saturday, I know, is filled up and sold out. So, yeah, we, it's a, an abundance of uh, blessings for us. How about the vendors? Uh, is that growing, the vendor area? Oh, yeah. <clears throat> I mean, in the hotel, the one in the hotel. Uh, the the vendor area, 
we had to open a field across the street a few years ago. In the first few years, it was kind of tough. Uh, it, we actually lost money on, on that deal. and But it's grown now, and we had to just pay pay some time up front to um, to get the success of that. Of course, there's now, uh, let's see, you got RM auction at the Ritz-Carlton. You got the Gooding auction. You got the Bottoms auction. Uh, <laughs> it's... Um, I think we've got four auctions on the island right now. Wow. Wow. That, uh, it, it, changing the subject for a second. Your charitable contributions, which yeah. have been mm-hmm. incredible for 25 yeah, I think, years. I think we'll top the $4 million mark this year. Oh, that's great. So we're real proud of that. That's for a, um, Community Hospice Spina Bifida. The Navy Marine Corps Relief Fund, which we're real proud of. You know, I'm, yes. I'm ex Air Force, but we we give money to the Navy and Marine Corps, and um, and the Shop of Cops program for underprivileged children at Christmas. Wonderful. That that's that's incredible because that that says a lot for what you folks the support do with the community yeah, and yeah. the support. Yeah, yeah. it's just it's you know, it's it's amazing how many people don't know that we are a 501c3 charitable foundation. They think. We're a for-profit. We're, we're not. We, we give the money away. Well, and you for, uh, I forgot Puerto Rico. You just did something with Puerto oh, Rico. We gave to the uh, um, uh, uh, the, the island fund, the Bahamian fund Bahamian, for hurricane yeah. relief. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. Bahamas relief effort. We yeah. contributed to that also. We, we tried to give the money to soft charities who really need it. Not so much the brick and stone guys. Yeah, yeah. Where you don't know where the money goes. Yeah. Well, and they're big it. too. Yeah, they're they're big. Yeah. Wow, that, that's wonderful. Um, website. www.ameliaconcour.org. And don't spell concour with an e. It's um, C O N C O U R S. Yeah. Okay. And, and and everything, all the information's on there. And uh, for those who uh, uh, may be handicapped, we uh, comply with all ADA regulations. We try to make it easy for them. We have a handicap cart. We have a handicap seating. Um, we can't allow golf uh, golf carts to people, but we keep, we do allow the individual scooters. And, oh, uh, then Steve can make it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They get kind of mad when I fired up the, that 427 Chevy scooter kind of aggravate some people. <laughs> yeah, the original ground pounder. <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah. You, you don't think about... We get calls all the time about, I want to do a Concord, how do we do it? You, you don't know where to start. You just say, well, bring about $3 million in 24 hours a day, 365 days a year, and you two can have one. Yeah. Uh, it's just... It's amazing. Well, yeah. yeah. Um, besides Roger, any other... And, and all the people you've named, but any other notable guests that you can think of? Um, well, certainly all the designers. Yeah. Uh, Ralph Gills from FCA, Ed Welburn, Mike Simcoe, uh, Wayne Cherry from uh, General Motors, Mark Royce, president of General Motors. Wow. Going to be there. Um, uh, Gordon Wagner, chief designer of Mercedes-Benz, Grant Larson, uh, chief exterior designer of Porsche. So we have a lot of designers Beautiful. Uh, race car drivers, which I mentioned. Yeah. I hope I didn't leave anybody out, but I'm sure I did. Um, and celebrities? Yeah, it's, a, it's a cast of thousands. Yeah. Any celebrities? 
Um, yeah, but we don't announce them up front. Okay. Okay. Uh, the, uh, you know, in the past, uh, you know, Jerry Seinfeld's come, but uh, he's not coming this year. He's got a, a, a conflict. But uh, they want to come and enjoy the show. Yes. And if we yeah. announce them, if so-and-so is going to be here, then there's people who come out who stalk them, you know. So yeah, well, I we heard, just want yeah. to come and have a good time. Yeah, yeah I heard Elvis is going to be there this year. Again? Yeah. Elvis, we had an Elvis sighting last year. Yeah. Did you? Yeah. <laughs> oh, what about the security we, guard, the one with the long tail? <laughs> oh, the alligator. The alligator. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You know, we sweep the pond every year for for the gators, and they'll come back in the middle of the night. I, uh, a friend of mine, we had Trans Am cars on display, and, and the gator was swimming up and down by the Trans Am cars. <laughs> I told him, "You thought racing was dangerous? He's a <laughs> car shows are much more dangerous." <laughs> Oh. He's our, uh, that's uh, uh, G. Gordon Gator, our uh, Marine security officer. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, as long as he's well fed, it should be okay. Yeah, I don't know how much time you had, but one time we had a, we got out of the office and there was two beautiful gold, golden eagles up in a pine tree. Oh. So I ran and grabbed my camera and came back. One of them flew off, but we shot a picture of one. So. We posted it as uh, Colonel Dan Gurney Eagle, our air superiority officer who was designed to take drones out of the air. And we get a letter from some guy taking us to task. You can't do that. You know, you can't use endangered species to attack drones. This guy just, I said, get a life, man. Yeah. <laughs> it's our P- April Fool's release. Yeah, P- the PETA people, I know. Yeah, people yeah. eating tasty animals is a real problem with yeah. that kind of stuff. Never, never underestimate. The uh, intelligence of the general public. I'm sorry. But <laughs> yeah. They don't think it. <laughs> well, it's uh, sad commentary on our time, but people don't understand jokes anymore. No. no. You're right. No. no. That's, and, why, uh, that's why Mad Magazine went away. Yeah. <laughs> With that being said, we're going to have to put the plug in the jug. Bill Warner, thank you for joining thanks again, us. Bill. Yeah, thanks, Bill. America's Web God Radio. Thank you all, and thank you for calling, and thanks for helping us promote the show. We, we feel we. We, we, we put on the best show that people can go to. And even if you don't like cars, you can come and have a good time. Yes. Absolutely. Yes. Thank you, sir. Right. Yep. See you. We'll be back next week on America's Web Radio. And I hope you'll join us then. And, again, want to shout out to those in Australia, uh, in New Zealand, and uh, the U.K. that listen to us. Thank you all for listening. We'll be back next week. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening.